Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello and good morning to you. How are you doing today? This is Trina Newby, your host, and I am so excited that you are listening to the Successful Woman Radio Show. We have a wonderful lineup for you today, and of course, I am here broadcasting to you live from the beautiful, beautiful city of Atlanta, Georgia, and it is one brisk day outside. As a matter of fact, this morning, the temperatures were under 50 degrees, and it was quite chilly, but you know what? I absolutely love the fall season. The fall season reminds me of so many things. The fall season reminds me of the fact that we need to be looking at just as the leaves are changing and things are changing, getting ready to renew, so should we be looking at changing and renewing our businesses and also renewing our mindsets right? So nothing stays the same. There will always be room for improvement in our personal lives, in our business lives. There's always going to be room for improvement for us to grow as leaders. So very, very important. So here we are on this beautiful Monday, October 22nd. And of course, I have wonderful information to share with you today. I'm so very, very excited. Have an excellent topic to share with you. So all this month, during the month of October, we have been covering the theme Business Strategy 2019, right? And of course, we are about two and a half months out before year end. And of course, this is a time of year that as a business owner, you should be looking at things that you want to change and improve and enhance and remove um, going into the 2019 year for your business. And so that's what we have been covering all this month. So I do want to remind all of you to make sure that you definitely schedule some time in your planner to um, literally look at making changes in your business, developing a strategic plan, all of those things that are going to be important for you to hit the floor running come January 2019. And so again, I want to remind you that we are providing this information to you, not just to listen at it on Successful Woman Radio, but we are indeed providing it to you so that you will be able to implement what you are learning from the show and then put it to good use in your business. I want to go ahead and tell you about some of our lineup for today and what we've got going on. Of course, I will be sharing with you the five questions to generate cash in 2018. And then as we are getting close to the end of the year, I wanted to read from you excerpts from one of my most favorite uh, books, called Letting Go of Your Bananas by Dr. Daniel T. Drubin. I haven't read from this book in, in a couple of years on the show. And so I wanted to 
read from the book this year. And if you have not added this book to your success library, I definitely wanted to recommend to you that you do. Again, the name of the book is Letting Go of Your Bananas, How to Become More Successful by Getting Rid of Everything Rotten in Your Life. And again, it's by Dr. Daniel T. Drubin, D-R-U-B-I-N. And of course, you can order it from bookstore online. And I think that it should be in everybody's success library. I'm also going to be sharing with you some different things that we have coming up at Women About Biz. We've got uh, a, a great online virtual event coming up at Women About Biz, and uh, it's all about how to get new clients. So that's going to be coming up. And then early November, we're going to be repeating the teleclass, and this is going to be free, a passion for follow-up. So we're going to be talking about the importance of follow-up, but this time we're going to be um, showing you how a follow-up system can easily be created and how it can really support you in getting things done and seeing results on a daily basis. So definitely don't hang up that phone. Don't switch to another screen because, of course, you are listening to Successful Woman Radio with information that you can put to use right away in your business. So I want to go ahead right now and cover the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Again, the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Number one, what must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Number two is, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Now, you know, I always talk about the fact that marketing is like breath, water, air to a business. It can't do without the marketing because it is the system where you are using different methodologies and techniques to attract people to what you have to sell, right? If you don't do marketing, you can't attract people to you. And of course, if you can't attract people to you, you can't close the sale. And it's as simple as that. So marketing is very, very important. It's a part of your business foundation. And, you know, I, sometimes I find it very difficult to understand why people don't have a marketing strategy. But then all I have to do is look at myself a decade or so ago and realized that I was not doing a consistent marketing strategy. I was not uh, implementing the things that I had already purposed and planned to do in my marketing. And so consistency, ladies, consistency is so very, very key, okay? And you need to understand this about um, doing your marketing strategy and making sure, making double sure that not only are you consistent, but that you are clear on what it is that you are marketing and how it is supposed to generate leads for you. You've got to understand that. And so if you have not done your marketing system, you can't begin to strategize for 2019 until you, you look at your marketing system, determine your target market, look at how you're marketing and knowing how you want to or knowing some of the effective 
strategies for your industry that you want to use um, from net, from this point forward. And again, I know that a lot of business women have a tendency to fly off the cuff and not do their marketing plan, but I want to encourage you to go ahead and make sure that you are doing your marketing plan, uh, not only for next year, but you, you want to go ahead and you want to get that marketing plan done now, right away, okay? It is about 12.08 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. Let's move on to number three in the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Number three is, have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my services or products? Ladies, this one is huge. This one is huge. We're talking about a method here that I used to basically ignite the flame for the success of Women About Biz, and I am sharing it with you, and I'm telling you that if you're low on a budget, even if you weren't low on a budget, if you're a solo entrepreneur, you're trying to figure out some very creative and effective ways to start connecting with people, this is it. Just three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using your services or products. And of course, you can get started with that by reaching out to people who are your friends on social media and inviting them to a connection call where each of you get to share what you do, right? And then you can decide from that point, do we want to meet in person if we're local or do we want to schedule another appointment where we talk a little bit longer? Um, So you determine that. Here's number four. What are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? You know, just as in number one, I asked you to look at, you know, what sales goals did you want to achieve for the week or month? Well, there are other goals that you have to take a look at, too. And only you know what they are because each business is different. Okay. here's number five. Last but not least, in the five questions to generate cash in 2018, What must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Ladies, of course, um, I'll repeat it again for you. Leadership represents about 85 to 90 percent of your business success because you must be able to delegate, to implement all of the things necessary to make your business move forward, to make your business grow. And that requires you to have leadership skills, time management skills, delegation skills, okay? All of those things really point back to leadership. Not having a marketing system in place points to a weakness in leadership, okay? And so that's what this radio show is all about. It's about helping you to get it right. It's about helping you to get clarity on where you're trying to go and to know that you hold the power to make things happen. You hold the power to be extremely successful, but it requires you to take some action. And that is that is key. It's pivotal for you in order for you to be successful in your business. So there you have it. Remember, again, you have the power to create your streams of abundance and it all begins with you taking swift and immediate action. 
For those of you that have just tuned in, you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show with me, Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. I want to welcome everybody. I see that the board is extremely full today. So if you're not able to get on uh, simply by dialing in, you can also, from your smart device, whether it's an Android or iPhone or Notepad or what have you, uh, you can let people know that they can also go directly to the internet at blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio, spelled all the way out, but together. Okay, blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio, and they will be able to listen to the show, broadcast it live right now from their smart device, okay? I want to go ahead right now, and I want to just make a a few um, announcements and share some of the upcoming things that are going on over at Women About Biz. So very, very excited. Okay, so first thing I want to talk to you guys about, I want to give you an update on our Women About Biz community on Facebook and let you know um, what is happening uh, on Facebook with, with the Women About Biz group. So excited. We've got incredible things going on. So far, we have grown to more than a couple of hundred members within the month, uh, and we are now at over 1,650 members. And as you know, our goal is to have 100,000 members in our Women About Biz community. Now, if you would like to be a part of something extremely positive for business women, something that is going to sow a seed of blessing into your life, something that is going to give you the opportunity to connect, to share, to um, learn, and to promote your business, then you definitely want to be part of the Women About Biz Facebook group. Now, we made a, a conscious decision to go ahead and create a, Facebook, a nationwide Facebook group because so many of our members are on Facebook, right? And so what we want to do is make sure that you, our listeners, know about this community and make sure that you get connected on the Women About Biz nationwide Facebook group, uh, which is our community. Now, the community has some incredible things going on. And I want to just say to you that this is no ordinary group on Facebook because This is a group that is monitored, a group that is tended to, a group where we are really giving our all at Women About Biz to provide free webinars and education and valuable information. We're uploading forms and templates and different things that you will be able to put to use right away in your business. And this is all at no cost to you. So we just want you to get into that community and participate. So you can find the Women About Biz community in a couple of ways. If you're not a member, what we would like for you to do is to go to our main website, that is Women About Biz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net. And then once you get to the website, click on community, which is the last link in the white menu bar at the top. Click on community, 
and then just go ahead and fill out the join community request form and you will automatically be added to the women about biz community okay now if you think you may have joined the women about biz community and you're trying to get to it you can find it in two ways okay again you can find it in two ways one way you can find it one way that you can find it is by going to facebook.com and then up in the Facebook search bar, just put in Women About Biz, right? And when you put in Women About Biz, what you need to know is we have both a fan page and a group page. So make sure that when you see Women About Biz, you know that it's going to be listed twice. Make sure you click the Women About Biz under the word groups. It's a, t a heading that says groups. Click on that and then you will automatically be taken to the Women About Biz page, okay? Um, so that's very, very important for you to know that. And of course, if you visit the page frequently, it'll automatically be put as a shortcut uh, in your left-hand menu of your home screen when you go into Facebook as well. But again, we want you to understand and we want you to know that our community on Facebook is not an everyday ordinary group, but it, that it is an interactive group where we provide you with not only an avenue to promote your business, but we provide you with education. We provide you with tools, resources, forms, upload templates, things that we know are going to help you in strengthening and growing your business. I also want to let you all know um, about a couple of webinars that are getting ready to come up at Women About Biz. So on October 30th, October 30th, we have Getting New Clients that is coming up. Again, October 30th, we have Getting New Clients, which is coming up. And again, this is one of our most popular webinars. Very, very excited about this. It's on a Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And so I'm hoping that you will be able to join us and get on there and take this webinar, Getting New Clients. And it's all about learning and understanding how to build a clientele using creative word of mouth, internet, and referral strategies. And this is the exact blueprint that I use to create such a successful company. And actually, I should say companies because I own a virtual assistance company. I also own um, Women About Biz um, and, you know, uh, doing several other projects. And I use this blueprint, getting new clients blueprint um, for my own businesses. And so this is something that I think you're going to really, really benefit from. Okay. So I definitely want you to check it out. Look at what you're going to get because you're going to get a workbook. You're going to get handouts. Um, you're going to get all of that. And this is one of our low cost paid webinars, but you are going to truly enjoy it. So go to womenaboutbiz.net and click on events in the top menu bar and you will definitely see get new clients now also coming up one of our free webinars coming up november 7th at 12 noon to 1 p.m that is november 7th we have a passion for follow-up okay and as you ladies know you know um 
we all have heard the phrase follow up, and sometimes it can become a phrase that we just kind of hear and say we know what that means, and we kind of ignore it. But follow up is one of the pillars of success for your business. And you not only need to know what it is, but you need to learn to master the art of follow-up. So in this informative free webinar, you're going to learn five steps to business follow-up, how to use essential follow-up tools, follow-up triggers that prevent procrastination. Um, We're going to talk about using the power of delegation, holding yourself accountable, and so much more. So this, again, is one of our free webinars that you definitely want to attend. And so I'm hoping that you'll go ahead and get yourself registered for it. Again, go to womenaboutbiz.net, and then in the top menu bar, click on events, and you will be able to register for this at exciting, exciting uh, webinar. It is about 1220 after the hour and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I want to go ahead now and read to you from Letting Go of Your Bananas. Remember, this is a book that I highly recommend to you that you read. I always, if I haven't read it in a while, I always like to go and talk about what does that mean, letting go of your bananas? Where, where did that uh, concept come from, okay? And I wanted to just read a little bit of the introduction to you of what the, uh, the author means by letting go of your bananas, okay? He says, life itself is like a bunch of bananas. Some are good and some rotten. Letting go of your bananas is a book that will help you identify the areas situations, circumstances, and people in your life that you need to let go of. They represent the bananas that you are better off without. And at the same time, you can select all of the positive bananas in your bunch and enjoy the sweetness they add to your life. He goes on to say that we each have a bunch of bananas and each rotting banana in our bunch represents an area in our life where we are limited settling, or just plain stuck. Perhaps we are stuck with old behaviors or false beliefs. Maybe our obstacles are very real or just vividly imagined. The bananas we hold on to may be of our own making or thrust upon us by others. What matters most is that each one of us clings to some things that prevent us from getting some of the things we want most in our lives. And he goes on to share what this book is absolutely about. Now, another part of the book, he shares the story about where he came up with this title from and what does it mean to let go of the bananas. And he talked about the fact that in Africa um, and other African territories, a lot of the times when they try to catch monkeys, they'll put a banana in a glass jar and the the neck of the jar will be small. So they can get their hands in there and they'll put their hands on the banana and they try to get the banana out. But as you know, the banana is kind of like a half moon shape. So when they try to pull it out, it gets stuck and they can't pull it out. And rather than the monkey let go of the banana so they can let their hand free, they actually hold on to the banana and they hold on to it in the jar for so long until their hand gets swollen and now they can't even get their hand out of the jar 
uh, and they're still trying to hold on to the banana itself. And of course, because they're holding on to the jar, they can't climb trees. They have to stay on the ground. And that is how they are caught. And he likens this process that happens uh, happens to monkeys and how you know trappers and others are catching them. He likens that to us letting go of our banana. Sometimes we hold on uh, to rotten bananas, uh, things that are not productive in our lives. Sometimes we hold on to them, and as a result, we don't let them go when we should. You know how that that little voice inside of you says, you, you don't need to go down this road, or you don't need to be in this relationship, or you don't need to do this or that, but you hear it. You hear it. You get a nudge, and you listen to it and hear it, but even though you hear it, it gets kicked to the curb and you do it anyway. And then there are consequences that you don't like as a result because you're hanging on and you're holding on to the bananas. So he sets the book up and he each chapter is called a key. Okay. And in his mind, he's providing to you the keys to letting go of your banana. So I want to read to you right now, key number one, and I will continue to read this throughout uh, probably throughout November, right up into the Thanksgiving time frame. So here's key number one of letting go of your bananas. The author says, all barrier busting and personal growth begins the moment you are willing to accept the truth about yourself. And the truth is most of your bananas are limitations, whether real or imagined, have been created either by you or by someone important in your life. So much of what we become in our lives has a great deal to do with the people and beliefs we were exposed to as children. Children tend to be wide open to suggestion and to modeling the behaviors of those around them to the point where they are sometimes take where sometimes they take on the characteristics of people who influence their lives. Without an effective way to filter out some of the things they are exposed to, some of which may not be in their ultimate best interest, they become pre-programmed to think and act a certain way. The good news is that regardless of what you may have been exposed to early on, or for that matter, later in your life, you can change your life by using your free will and power of choice. You, the author says, get to decide right now if you want to continue on your present path of life and have those obstacles keep you where you are or do whatever is necessary to go beyond those barriers. You decide which of the bananas in your bunch are worth keeping and which of the rotten bananas you want to rid yourself of. He says, I've been told that the way they used to capture monkeys in Africa was by placing bananas in the bottoms of narrow neck jars. When a monkey came upon the jar in an effort to remove the banana, it would put its hand into the jar and grab onto the banana. Unwilling to let go of its food, the monkey was now stuck with the jar on its hand, which made it rather easy to catch. What does this have to do, he says, with improving the quality of your life? Well, everything. When it comes to our lives, the majority of us tend to grab onto something or someone and we refuse to let it go. We then convince ourselves that we simply cannot survive without that person or thing and we refuse to let it go. In fact, 
We will even hold on to people, things, or habits that we consciously know are bad for us. It may be a bad relationship or job, a bad belief, or physical habit. We cling to what we have, the safe, the secure, and the familiar, even when we know it's unhealthy and preventing us from living a better life. And while we want to go beyond where we are in life, most of our actions indicate that we are willing to stay exactly where and how we are. We just will not let go of our bananas, our sameness, our habits, our comforts, or our past. The monkey eventually learns that if it refuses to let go of the banana, the fruit will rot and start to stink, yet the monkey still holds on. The same is true for us. If we refuse to let go of the things or people that hold us back, life starts to rot and then stink. The only way to go beyond where you are in life is by being willing to let go of the things, people, habits, and beliefs that keep you where you are instead of where you want to be. Letting go of your bananas begins with the power of one, one bold action, one brave decision, one limitless vision, one great question, one new idea, one burning desire, or one act of kindness. As soon as you are willing to embrace the fact that you can change the quality of your life and act on that belief, your world changes for the better. He says one of life's biggest challenges is the challenge of letting go. While on an intellectual level, I am certain you can understand and appreciate what I'm referring to each of us has been created with a built-in mechanism that wants us to maintain the status quo. Despite how much we want a better life, we do tend to stick with what we know to be safe and comfortable. Face it, keeping things the same, even if your life situation is awful, is safe compared with abandoning what you have and facing the unknown. The unknown is where all of your personal and professional potential lies. And I want to repeat that. The unknown is where all of your potential, all of your personal and professional potential lies. The known, on the other hand, is the life you are living right now. Your choices are few and simple. Keep things as they are and resent being limited or opt for the discomfort of change as you face the unknown. As long as these choices are just about only two choices available to you, you get to choose your destiny. Choose sameness and you get more of what you have. Choose change and letting go and a whole new world of possibilities await you. And so I have just read for you key number one, letting go of your bananas from the book of the same title, Letting Go of Your Bananas, How to Become More Successful by Getting Rid of Everything Rotten in Your Life by Dr. Daniel T. Drubin. Ladies, trust me, you will want to put this little easy, simple to read, but most powerful book in your success library. 1230 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I want to go ahead right now and go right into our hot topic of the day. We have been talking about the theme, Business Strategy 2019. 
What will you be doing to enhance your business to make it better in 2019? And so today, I want to share with you how to SWAT your business. Again, how to SWAT your businesses. No, so SWAT stands for strength, weakness, I'm sorry, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, okay? So that's what SWAT actually stands for. And when you are doing your business strategy, one of the first things you have to do is you have to evaluate uh, where you have been in order to know where you want to go. And so one of the easiest ways to do that is to take a look at the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats to your business. In other words, you need to SWAT your business. So if you never knew that term, now you know what that term actually means to SWAT. And I learned this term probably about 15 years ago um, when I took a marketing course, actually longer than 15 years, maybe 20 years ago when I took a marketing course and I um, was required to do some SWAT exercises. They would give um, some various characteristics of a company, talk about what the company problems were, and then we would have to list list out a SWAT uh, for that particular company, and then we would discuss it in our marketing class. And I came to understand and know the importance of SWAT, even though I didn't uh, follow the directions of what a SWAT meant. I knew the importance of it. And so now I don't do without a SWAT. I SWAT my business usually on a quarterly basis. I'm SWATing, taking a look at all of the things that I need to either change or enhance in my company. So in looking at strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, I want to first share with you that strengths and weaknesses represent the internal part of your business and relate to matters concerning the resources, the programs and the organization in key areas. Now, some of these things internally might include your sales, your marketing, your distribution, your management, your daily workflow, your operations, um, your product, services, quality, pricing, features, that type of thing, finances, um, your cost of your productivity, and also, again, your systems, your structure. So normally, strengths and weaknesses have everything to do with the internal part of your business. Opportunities and threats, on the other hand, are external to your business. These are things that you're not always able to control. Most of the time, you're not in control of these things, okay? And the opportunities and threats relate to matters concerning competition, location, changes in the overall industry, etc. Some things that are coming that impact your business. Okay. For example, if you were in the real estate or mortgage industry in 2008, um, there was a huge crash in the, in the real estate industry, the market, and the interest rates were going sky high. Uh, people were losing their homes because of, of, uh, of what was happening in the industry. And uh, real estate agents were not doing as many transactions. They weren't able to sell as many homes. And so as a result, as a result, a lot of people lost money and real estate was not necessarily at its best place. So again, those were some external things that impacted the real estate industry. They didn't ask for it. They had no control over it, and, but it happened and they had to know how to overcome it. 
They had to figure out how to keep going, how to keep moving, even in spite of the the obstacles and the things that were occurring in the real estate industry. So I'm just giving you one example of what happened um, of something that could externally happen, okay? Uh, Another example of something externally happening, opportunities and threats, and this would be a threat. Um, This is when maybe you have a commercial location and you learn, you get a letter in the mail that is saying that the city is now getting ready to enforce eminent domain in your area, and therefore, uh, they want to offer you money for your business because they are going to need all of the buildings in that area for a new highway that's coming through. Okay, now your business could be flourishing. Uh, let's say you may have a bakery, you're doing really good, and all of a sudden, the, all of the customers that have been coming to you, all of the you, you sit, you know, you sit right on the corner. Now, all of a sudden, you have the, a threat of the city taking all of this away from you, and you're not a happy camper with something like this. Okay, so those are like two huge impactful threats, but there are smaller threats that can happen to you whether you are working from your home as a solo entrepreneur or whether you have a commercial location, there are smaller threats that can happen to you externally every single day, okay? So you as the business leader, the owner, the CEO, must be able to read and understand these type of things that are happening, and you must be able to evaluate and know what they are, which is why it's so important as the leader that you have your hand on the pulse beat of the company. You know, a lot of people uh, who are in small business feel that they really don't have a whole lot to do in the leadership role, which is why they keep themselves in the labor role. But I, it's quite the contrary. You actually have a lot of responsibilities and duties as a leader that you should be doing. However, you can't really get in there and start working as a leader until you are willing to accept your role as the leader of your company. And Doing the SWAT, doing the SWAT is one of the most important things as a leader that you can do for your business. Now, here are some important factors you need to understand and know about SWATting your business, okay? And again, SWAT, S-W-O-T, stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Strengths and weaknesses happen internally while opportunities and threats happen externally, okay? Now, while a SWOT analysis can be very effective in helping you to make better decisions about your business, it's important to know that you shouldn't use it as the only tool to analyze your business. Other factors also come into play, such as financial analysis, um, competitor analysis, and other important measurements that can help you determine the overall strength or weakness of your company, okay? So here's some of the rules you have to follow when you are looking at swatting your business. Be as realistic as possible about the strengths and weaknesses of your business when using a SWOT analysis. Don't overdo it. Don't embellish. Be real. Keep it upfront and real. Your SWOT analysis should show where your business is now and where it could be. Okay? Very important. Where it is now and where it could be. Your SWOT should always be targeted and specific. Avoid being too wordy. Stay out of the gray area. So one of the things that 
I always recommend to people when they're doing their SWAT, when they're doing their vision, when they're trying to get clarity, is stick to bullet points, okay? Stick to clear, precise things and bullet point them. <clears throat> okay? Very, very important. The other thing you need to remember is to make sure you're SWAT in relation to your competition. Um, okay, make sure that you're looking at your competition. Are you weaker than your competition or stronger than your competition? What are some of their strong points? Okay, because that's going to help you to pull up. It's going to help you to get to where you need to be and also find out your competitive advantage. Make your SWAT straight to the point. Again, don't be too wordy. Stay away from long, drawn-out statements and stick with the bullet points. Now, to do your SWAT, here's what you need to do. You can either have four sheets of paper, each one um, for each of the areas of a SWAT, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, or consider drawing a line down the paper and then a a line vertical and then a line in the middle across the paper, and that will give you four square areas, right? Uh, if you do it on notebook paper, you'll have lines to write on. And then that way, you'll have four areas that you can do your key strengths, your key weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats, okay? Now, don't forget that opportunities are opportunities that might show up for you as a result of you doing something internally or uh, some of the collaborations that you may want to take advantage of, okay? You know, maybe you are um, a real estate agent. And opportunities for you is to strike up uh, relationships with a couple of mortgage brokers or mortgage companies. Maybe uh, they will partner with you in doing first home, first time homeowner seminars across a particular territory. So again, there are all kinds of opportunities that are out there, but you've got to know what they are. And you can't know what they are unless you are in touch with and in tune with your industry and your business. Okay. So there you have it. How to SWAT your business, so very, very important. And I hope that you guys have been taking good notes and that you are paying attention on the points I've been making on why you should SWAT, the importance of a SWAT, and how to get started with one, okay? So that is, there you have it, uh, SWATting your business, very, very important part of evaluating your business. It is 1241 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show with me. I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, and I'm so glad that you are with me listening to this show. Well, the holiday season is totally coming up. It's getting stronger and stronger. Smells of cinnamon in the air and the retail stores, candles and Christmas trees and wreaths and the holiday um, recipes are coming out all over the internet and Facebook. So it's really getting strong. What are you doing to promote your business during the holiday season? What are you doing? Well, I've got something fantastic for you that is going to help. Now, you guys know I have been talking about um, leading up to last week our webinar, Five Ways to Market Your Business During the Holiday Season. And um, as a result of that, we had a free webinar in the Women About Biz community, and uh, it was well-received, 
And so what I want you to do is to be able to take advantage of that. So to look at the video first, all you need to do is go to the Women About Biz group. If you're not member a member of the group, then the first thing you need to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net and click on community in the top white menu bar and then um, request to be in the group. You just fill out the short form and request to be in the group and you'll be added, okay? Um, once you are a member of the group, you can just go visit the Women About Biz group and then look at the video, uh, Five Ways to Market Your Business During the Holidays. Now, after I did the video, I also went into the units, which is like a course section of the group. I went into units, and I also put in there for you um, how to figure out pricing for your holiday star product. We talked about the star product in marketing during the holidays. And your star product is that one product that you have that everybody loves uh, that is going to be your star product that you're going to give a deeper discount on. Now, and, and this is especially good for those of you that have multiple products that you want to push out. By giving that deeper discount, you're going to make it easier to sell and you are also going to attract new customers and prospects and even current customers to what you have to offer. And once you have their contact information, then they will fall into your holiday marketing funnel, um, which is going to be a series of autoresponder emails that you are sending out keeping them posted on all of the different sales and different things that you have going on. So in order to determine the price of your star product, because it's important that you don't undersell yourself or lose to the point to where it can impact your business. So you've got to really do a cash flow to determine that. And so what I did was I did um, a cash flow uh, template for you and also cash flow instructions. And you can pick all of that up in the Women About Biz Facebook group, all you do once you get to the group is click on the word units, U as an umbrella, N-I-T-S, units. Click on units, and then it will take you to the page where you are able to see um, figuring out pricing for your holiday star product. So I definitely want you to look at the video, which again, you can find right in the Facebook community. And then also you can find in units located in the left-hand column, select that text link. You can find how to determine the price of your holiday star product as well. The instructions and template is there for you to have. So ladies, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you guys had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And don't forget to share Successful Woman Radio with someone that you know. Don't forget to invite other business women and associates to our Facebook Women About Biz group. And I will talk with you ladies on next Monday as I continue to bring you more information that you can put to use in your very own business. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.